So his wife gets paralyzed and he has to, um, how do you say, uh, kill her with a pillow on her face. Mm. Welcome to Pardon My French, a podcast with Cecile and Michelle, two friends from both sides of the Atlantic living in Maine, discussing language, translation, poetry, writing, movies, and the stupid, splendid, perplexing world around us. It may contain some bad words. watched uh, what I think is his latest movie. I'm not even sure. It's from 2017, I think. And it was called Happy End. He's seriously making it like you don't think I, that I have maybe. <laughs> you watched it too? Oh my God. What a coincidence. <laughs> okay. 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 I'll tell the truth. We decided to watch this movie, but we didn't watch it together. We watched it separately. And we right now have no idea what the other person yeah. thought of the movie. I don't even know if you liked it, didn't like it. Uh, and you don't know anything about me. Either. No, not at all. <laughs> Do you have thoughts? Do you? I have a lot of thoughts. I've been thinking about it a lot. I know. I have thoughts too, but I don't feel like they're, they're, they're very constructive. I think I have thoughts about different scenes, like some scenes that annoyed me, some characters that are hated. I mean, the first word that comes to my mind is weird. <laughs> 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 the movie was weird, but it was really him, though. Like, you can recognize some of the Haneke touch in the movie, right? Oh, I thought, yeah, he drew, I thought, a lot from Cachet, which I, yeah. really, I really love. Yeah. It was so similar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that's a style he I has think, adopted. I, think it's I don't a style. have a, I had to tap out on him with um, uh, funny games, right? Because I can't do home oh. invasion. I so just, you, you didn't out. like, you didn't like funny games? I didn't even oh, attempt you... to watch oh, okay. that. Oh, just so disturbing. I'm the opposite. I like disturbing That's stuff. Crazy. Like it's, I don't know how you can. <laughs> I think disturbing that. is my favorite movie genre. In his movies, like things are going well, and then suddenly, it goes. I don't know the the happy end, for example. It's the whole time. You expect something very huge to happen, like. Mm -hmm. Has a very right? expectant, um, yeah. Undertone. There's this vibe, like there are weird things happening, but it never it never goes very far. You expect some. It's a little like, okay, you know that construction uh, scene. Okay, there yeah. would be a lot of spoilers, by the way. <laughs> Maybe we should do a, pl a plot synopsis first. Do you think? Ugh, you, you do it. Then. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can do it, but you do it. Cause I'm gonna be digressing a lot if I start doing it. Uh, you can do it. Okay, well, just okay, just briefly. Uh, it's, a, it's movie centers around a family. Um, uh, there's a grandfather. There's two sisters of of a divorced uh, br brother, and a, he has a child. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it opens, I guess, with a couple of different tragedies are sort of interweaving. There's that construction site that the family owns, the son, Isabel Huppert, right? No? Huppert. Huppert. <laughs> uh, and then her father had had, give, had owned it and ran it, and they, now they, this, the family does. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it opens with a tragedy on that their construction site, as well as the sister of... Huppert's character having overdosed. And so things kind of start to cross over. I, a lot of times I didn't know what, you know, what tragedy they were talking about at Me what too. moment or whatever. Yeah. So you're a little off balance from the very beginning. And then it's, and there's a, this, this, the daughter of the mother that overdoses is, uh, begins the movie that we don't know it but through her taking videos of with her phone of different things mm. with her phone yeah, yeah yeah and it goes uh from there i i guess <laughs> yeah okay no, I, no, no, that's, okay and I, I like that beginning actually what the way it was filmed through the phone because it makes it kind of creepy and you feel like something is gonna happen you know since the beginning you feel like i don't know something through the phone is gonna happen you know right right I mean, it does kind of but I was expecting something more brutal. Yeah, exactly. Then, Anything could have happened. I do think he did set it up yeah. 
that way. Yeah. Whereas everybody's motives were kind of in question. For many times, there was a scene where she picks up the baby of her, her aunt's baby. And I mean, she you just picked him up. You thought she was going to kill it, you, right? She could have easily killed it. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought the whole movie. I'm like, she's going to, this is how it's going to end up. She's going to kill the, the little baby because she <laughs> killed before, she poisoned before. And you're like, it's, and so uh, thinking about it back at the end of the movie, I thought the construction scene when everything is falling down, you know, the, is it kind of a representation of his whole movie because you're just watching a scene nobody's happening no, nothing is happening people are just working on the construction site and it's really long and it's just a normal daily life but then suddenly the whole thing <laughs> collapses and so don't you think that that's kind of a summary of the whole movie because that's what you expect the whole movie too like you have a normal scene and then no suddenly the father is chatting uh, is having a sex chat with this other woman when you thought he was in love with his wife or i don't know the girl is just doing her girl life and then suddenly she's yeah that's a really good point picking the baby yeah. and you don't know what's gonna happen I, yeah. I don't know it was a kind of a metonym or yeah, synecdoche. yeah. i don't know yeah I something like that uh yeah or like a little microcosm I, I guess of the of the movie yeah, yeah that's true but i thought yeah, about yeah. it afterwards i was like oh yeah that's the feeling i had the whole movie like something is in each scene something is gonna collapse the way the construction site collapsed But it doesn't really happen. You're on the edge all the time. I also think it's because he's giving you the perspective of being an onlooker. Like there's some sort of you're implicated in this somehow. It's either you're, that you're seeing it and you shouldn't be or somebody else is looking at it. Like even with the video, somebody literally was, we were looking through her video screen and onto what was going on. And that perspective just... Being completely off balance is so creepy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you know, also then I, that the that scene that you're talking about, it's um, we're looking at a very wide screen from afar. It reminded me a lot of the cachet scenes where we watched, I think, the school a couple times. We were just watching something going on, and then there's an altercation, but we don't know. Uh, yeah. Are we supposed to know more or who is it? And Yeah, and sometimes you don't know where to look. I had that feeling like the scene was so long. I'm like, I'm, am I supposed to look at one of the characters down there that I'm supposed to follow? You know, you don't know. Like, and that reminded me, I know you haven't seen it, but I'll just say it very briefly. One of the, I think it's the opening scene of Amour, uh -huh. his other uh, movie. Uh, they're at the theater or the opera house or something like that, and your the camera is just showing you the audience sitting in their in their chairs, you know, and it's just starting. People are starting to sit and they're chatting with each other, mm. and it just centered on nobody. So your eyes are just looking like, where are the main characters? Who am I supposed to watch? And uh, then because yeah. because you know the actors and you you've seen the the movie poster, you find them. You're like, oh, I think mm. it's them, but. You know, oh, I just love that. It's exactly the same at the end of Cash yeah. I think, where that you're seeing the two boys kind of interacting, which is a whole new thread that yes. kind of blows your mind. But that's in the same thing. You're looking. You're looking. Am I supposed to be seeing them? They're over here in the corner. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Very scene. interesting. I, I remember I having like the that. same feeling. Yeah. Well, that perspective with the phone didn't that remind you of Tar at the beginning? of Tar where the girl is texting and all you see is the phone. And, Why don't I remember that? Uh, she's talking. I mean, I don't think we ever really learn who exactly is she's talking about, but we sort of presume it's the woman that got fired. And, uh, okay, so well, that's... The, you mean it's the, we see the text of Kate Blanchett's text? Tar's text? No, nope, it's Who's... the assistant. Oh, the assistant. Oh, okay. Which we don't even know yet. And while we just see the phone and we think seeing come up of the phone and they're just little nasty comments oh, about. I don't know why. I don't remember it, but I can see the the connection with that. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. It's just interesting how you can do so many things with the technology. Where I, know, I think at one true. point we were thinking like, that's the end of movies. Nobody can be caught out in the field and not call anybody. We just got a yeah. phone and you have to text so we're not hearing anybody's words anymore. But now yeah. they've kind of done a lot of... They found a way to, to yeah, make it interesting. Make yeah. a use of them. That's true. 
but there is something those scenes i thought it's it's like you say it's like you're an what they say an outlooker is that the term it's like voyeurism mm. yes very voyeuristic. Kind of, that's so true the phone thing is like that and the the chat when he was chatting with with his mistress you know You're just seeing his, exactly. his computer didn't, page. Oh, didn't know who it was at first. We don't know the characters that well. No, we don't know them that well. That's true. But that scene was really disturbing for me Very too disturbing. because it yeah. looks like you're you're seeing something you're not supposed to see. You know. Yeah. And that happens a lot in in movies. Like you see people's life, bedroom lives, or stuff like that. But it's not the same as looking through a screen. There's something about it, right? Yeah. I was really disturbed by that, and I wasn't disturbed mm -hmm. by their conversation. You know, it was really like. I mean, I watched it in French, by the way. We have to talk about that too, okay. about the how how things were translated, maybe. But <laughs> it's so um, funny you bring that up because <laughs> I think maybe it was oddly translated. Okay, talking about the sex chat thing, I thought it was really disturbing, but not because of the content, but because of the way it was written. Like the women's mess, the women's messages were just so lame that they were distor disturbing, you know. Like I want to smell your skin and I want you like it wasn't it was it was as if she was trying to be poetic but it was like a total failure so it made me feel very uncomfortable. Well, you know what Is I thought. Is that what you felt? Yes, okay. but you know what ma it made me think was we'd we didn't know the characters very well. We'd heard from the girl, and I thought, well, it's a young person. This is a child pretending to to say erotic things, and they keep talking about peeing on each other. <laughs> Like that Miranda Ooh. July. Oh, Did you ever see that? Um, uh, uh, me and you and everyone we know. Oh God, we should watch all of Miranda July stuff. It, okay. That actually happens, and it's a she's talking to a very young boy, and they're trying to have sex talk, and he doesn't know any, so he's like, "We're gonna poo, I'll poop, and you'll poop, and we're gonna poop back and forth forever." Oh, and yeah. oh, and it was, she's like, "Okay, that's interesting," and I kind of got that feeling. <laughs> that is fun. That's fun. I didn't. I like that that thoughts because I didn't think about it um I thought about the fact that it was someone he knew I thought that maybe it was his wife because uh, we didn't know yet if they had met or if that was only a sex talk but then she says I missed your arms so you're like okay they've seen each other yes at some point um and there were apparently three days although that might have not happened in yeah. this sesh but there yeah. were three three beautiful days yeah, and apparently thinking, they had thinking of talking about that i didn't like the the ellipses is that how you say it in english as well when there's when the time is cut you know and it goes forward it's an ellipse do you call it an ellipse um, do you understand what i'm saying I, <laughs> you're not talking about literally the on the dots on the screen you're no, talking no, no. about a real like a yeah, uh, like, lacuna like the, <laughs> like the next scene happened three weeks later and they just say oh we were here three weeks ago but you didn't know what happened in between sure uh, yeah What do you call that? I I think I don't know. What do you call that in literature? When I would call it a lacuna. Lacuna? Actually. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Or like a lacune, which it means like a, a blank. Okay. Is uh, there? Oh, is that right? That's the dervish. And then we lacuna. have the we have the word lacune. Lacune is when you're missing something. Like if you have lacunes, it means you you have a lack of knowledge about something. For example. Well, so I guess it's the same. I word. like talking about it like that because in both cases it's a leap. It creates a leap, so there's a yeah, gap. You're there's missing, there's a gap of something, and you have to fill it in for yourself, which I love about Henneke. Yes, he lets you but so make uh, connect and your own dots, which means I'm watching really hard, like I'm in the zone. Yeah, that's with true. But I, what I was gonna say was that in this movie particularly, I thought. There were too many of them, and that it was too much, and I had a hard time. Like yeah. at some point, I almost thought that we were going backwards, mm. but then I was like, no, it doesn't make sense because the girl is already there. But I thought they were showing the story backwards. Yeah, how me things too. Happened, and then I'm like, oh no, she's already in the hospital, the mom. So it can't be the beginning. And but that was confusing. Yes, it was. That He's was a had a wife. To me. He now has a new wife. He has had a, he was having an affair. So yeah, we're sort of three women deep with him yeah. to start with, and it well, that yeah. was confusing. And then when we're back to the house, so we don't know yet that the mother died, but they're back at the house with the father and the and the daughter, and someone comes to visit the house. <laughs> right. uh, that's when I had the thought. I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. what happened? Like, 
are we back? Is this when they first moved in? But it's impossible, the daughter. Like, it doesn't make sense, but it was a little confusing um, for me. I don't know. Um, then it's like, oh, yeah, her mother died, blah, 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 weeks ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought the yeah. lacunas were maybe too much on this one. I was a little disturbed by them. Well, but you don't have to agree. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. In theory, I don't I don't agree. In, in practice, I, I do because I want to understand the story. But it makes me think of that, which I know I've told you about before because I cannot get it out of my mind, that uh, the woman that did the movie that we watched together, uh, and she, she did the, uh, the woman, the paint port, uh, pick portrait, the portrait movie, pick the girl that gets painted. You mean the director? Yes. You know. What movie did we watch together with her? Oh, Portrait of a Woman on Fire. We didn't yeah. watch that. We watched oh. something. Um, did she do Petit Maman? Oh, we watched Petit Maman together. You're right. Oh, no, we didn't watch it together. No, you we went didn't. With someone. But anyway, so Céline Siamba is her name. Okay, okay. love it. <laughs> uh, cannot stop thinking about this interview where she said, I write down the things I need, like the emotional points I have to have in this movie. And on the other side, sort of, of this metaphorical paper, I write down the things I um, I have to have to make it move forward, the points, the kind of the linear, you know, these the scenes that I need to, in order to fulfill this side over here. And I map those two together. And when they don't have, I'm really, really paraphrasing, this might be not completely right, but when they don't sort of fit together point by point, I let, the part about the storyline, the part on the left, right side, say, go. So you're left with the stuff that I really want, and it's mapped to the ways to get that across, and then the rest goes. Like, I don't, I don't keep telling the story if we've got the emotion fulfilled. And I just can't stop oh, wow. thinking about that in terms of that writing really and stuff. And, of course, that's going to create these gaps and leaps and confusions and ambiguities, which, you know, again, is okay. Like we can, like we were, I was just saying cachet. I still don't know at the end of that movie. I don't know at the end of this movie. Is this, is this girl who's a, you know, a kind of a sociopath in this family and who isn't like you really, I don't know. I could put my money here and there, but who knows? And so you end up with these, um, these gaps and leaps. Yeah, that's true. That's so interesting. I should definitely, um, listen or read about this interview you talked about yeah i had i had that feeling too watching yeah i i see what you're saying now i was still disturbed by <laughs> the way it was but um hmm. and also you mentioned something at the beginning and i had the same thing like there are many things that happen at the hospital that we don't see they are talking about it because the brother worked there and many people are have accident and sometimes i had I had a hard time knowing who they were talking about because mm -hmm. it's all on the phone. She's on the phone and she's like, oh, is he okay? Is he at this hospital? And I'm like, who is she talking about? Mm -hmm. You know, and it took me a time to realize, oh, right. Mm -hmm. The grandfather, the, the, the father, let's say, um, he had left with his car the night before. So it makes sense. But <laughs> right. I, Yet another tragedy has occurred that yeah, they exactly. have to talk about. And exactly. So it's like, what? Tragedy or on now? Yeah. I wouldn't make the connection right away. Like no. afterwards, it's like, oh, yeah, obviously it was him, but it, wasn't clear to me right away. Um, yeah, and you've got, yeah, he's sort of constantly unbraiding these storylines to so we can yeah, yeah, find, yeah. find them. So I, I think, I don't even know, I think overall I liked it, but just because I spent the whole movie in expectation, you know, I spent the whole movie expecting something like, re like I really wanted the girl to, Kill the baby. I really, like, I'm not, I mean, it's <laughs> so dark. Oh God. I really wanted something. I'm praying that hamster doesn't come back. Like, Chekhov's gun. She poisoned her mother, right? That's was your understanding, well, too, right? I don't know. Is that what your understanding is? I think that is very up for discussion. Uh, okay, I'll tell you I why. Have so, yes, I, okay. I, I'm going to agree with you. I'll let, you can tell me your supportive evidence. The reasons evidence. why I, I have get my myself. supportive evidence is when the first one, because when she's filming her mom on the couch 
and you know she's typing at the same time she's doing this live chat thing or whatever she said uh, it was in french um oh i guess she can't i guess she can't uh, be a bitch anymore or something like that mm -hmm. and it was as if she was the one who had provoked and the thing and had stopped her mom being a bitch you know like see what i've done now she can't be a bitch anymore mm. it was phrased in a way that made me think it was her and then the second thing obviously for me is the discussion she has in her grandfather's office <laughs> yeah. after she tries killing herself yeah and and there are several times there's a, several times there's, there are blanks and the grandfather asks her why did you do it and she yes. said what like she doesn't know what he's talking about he's yes. referring to her uh, ten, uh, suicide attempt but mm. she's like what are you talking about and you know, because mm. I think she's thinking about, oh, my God, he knows I killed my mom. Yes, I felt that, too. You felt yeah. that, too? Okay. I did, yeah. Okay, I so did. those are the Although, two reasons. Although, I've also felt, well, he could be, she could think maybe he's talking about the incident with the classmate that she had, she had just told him about. Like, why did you do but that? doesn't he ask the question even before she tells that story? Oh, maybe. Like he wants to know, like it's almost as he knows, you know, that's, that's, yes, I think exactly. what they want us to think, but yeah. he's, of course he's, he's exploiting her now as someone that potentially oh, has exactly. the gene to like, oh yeah, because he wants oh, yeah, to definitely. die and, he, and it works and it works. So yeah, it's yeah. almost like he saw it like this girl could, yeah, yeah, that was really well done. That was sick in a good way. <laughs> yes. Oh, I still feel, I still feel. A little on the fence. I she feel I, like is she seemed thoughtful about some things. There's that baby incident we were talking about, or not incident, like a non-incident. Uh, and the grandfather, she seemed to think about that, sort of helping him, and did help him, but seemed thoughtful about it. I don't know. Really, I'm a little on the fence. Is if to whether she's a developing sociopath or. But the thing is. You could, the thing is, the thing is because of her past, the poisoning her friend, poisoning the hamster, potentially poisoning her mom and killing her, <laughs> then you can't really think that she's doing it just because she's thoughtful and she understands her grandfather and she wants to help him. Especially since after pushing him in the sea, she starts filming. Like who does that, you know? She oh, just yeah. stays there well... and watches. I thought she would go away. But she starts filming. Yes. I found so that I think she's very a interesting. <laughs> well, how... All right, I have okay. a couple of thoughts. Yeah, go ahead. She did attempt suicide. And, of course, that's her body saying, you really did a bad thing here. I mean, there's still a con conscience in her, I feel like. And then... Part of the supporting evidence, though, of that she did do it, I think, was when she was there talking to his, her father when she had killed herself. And he says, this is what's going on. You know, you lost your mom. What's going And she says, oh, what did she say? She said, um, I've that's text. not it at uh, all. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's right. Talks about that. So, you know, very well could be that she thinks she's going to be homeless. But he says something about it. And she says, you have... Um, you've got it all wrong or something, or you, you have, oh, damn, I can't remember now what she says. Does you, um, you don't understand at all to that something to that effect where it's just like, no, it isn't about all of these little things. It's something much bigger that I can't tell you. I felt like that was evidence yeah. that she was struggling with having done this terrible thing yeah. that killed her mother. But to the, um, also to the end with the video that, do you remember he was talking about the birds the grandfather was talking about the two birds ripping, one bird was ripping the other bird apart. Yeah. And he said, you know, it's one thing to see that on TV, but then <laughs> when it's real, and there was something about her picking oh, up that video where that. it was like, um, I need to have that removed. I this think... needs to not be real. Yes. Really? Yes, yes. I love this. I didn't think about it at all, but I love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's an amazing connection. And it's the same at the beginning. The reason why she's filming all this, it's exactly what the grandfather is seeing, is saying. So she sees everything, yes. even when she's poisoning the hamster, yes. she's seeing it through her, her screen. Yes. And when her mother is OD'd or whatever, she's seeing it through the screen. Yeah. And that connects to what the grandfather says. Yes, genius. Genius. Yes, genius. I love it. <laughs> 
but yeah, no, she's got to have that sense of remove, which tells me she's still a kind of a human being in there. I mean, she, are, aren't sociopaths uh, still human? Still oh, human, oh, yeah. I mean, or maybe she's just a child and she's just developing. And yeah, but that's true. I, I kind of pitied her when she said, "Are you are you gonna leave? Are you gonna are you gonna take with me if you leave uh, your wife? I forgot her name." Are you gonna Are you gonna take me with you? And mm. he's like, I'm not gonna leave her. Blah, mm. blah, blah. And that's when she said, No, that's not the point. Oh, yes. I want to know if you you're gonna take me. And she says, I know you don't love me. Yeah. I know you didn't love my mother. I know you don't, and love, I know you don't love Anais. I guess is Anais. Yes. Uh, yep. And again, another like they've clearly got this gene, this family, that's that's got this called removed that could possibly be sociopath. Like, uh, like Isabel Hubert is the business person. I guess it's working for her. She's just kind of moving through and getting stuff done. He, the grandfather, of course, admits to killing his wife mercifully, a merciful death, but still he was able to do something that normal people would probably not so quickly be able to do. And then there's the sun. We have to talk about the sun. We have yeah. to talk about the sun. But first, I want to say something about what you just said, because actually the, um, the killing his wife, that is the ending. Well, I have to spoil it. I'm sorry, but it's the ending of Amour. Because it's exactly the same actor. That's the same actor. That's the same actor. Is it like plays. a prequel in some way? Or I don't think it is. No. I think it's just this, you know, this twisted thing that they make connections between his movies. But um, it's the same actor. He has the same name, mm. but the, the oh. rest doesn't fit. But he has the same daughter, right? He has the same daughter, but her name is different. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So Isabelle Huppert in this movie we watched has the name that his wife had in Amour. That's crazy. And actually, the little girl, is it Eva or Eve? I can't uh -huh. remember. Eva, that was Isabel Huppert's name in Amour. So there is still this oh. family thing, but it's not the same people and it doesn't, it doesn't fit. So it's not the same person, but still there's this connection. So his wife gets paralyzed and he has to, um, how do you say, uh, kill her with a pillow on her face. Mm. And that's what he says that in, in the movie, mm -hmm. right? In Happy End. Oh. So that was definitely a, a what? A clown d'oeil to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also i i it's so bergman -esque. yeah i realized something yeah it is i realized something and um and then i read about it and apparently it's it's common and i hadn't noticed before but uh so after watching amour it was weird because same actors same names mm. and apparently uh that's very common he uses the same names all the time so let's talk about the sun do you want to talk about the sun okay what were you going to say? <laughs> <clears throat> well, I guess where I, why I thought of him was this my sort of theory that there's this running bloodline of sociopathy and that he, uh, everybody's sort of dealing it with it in different ways. The, the son's being, the or the, the father of Eve is just being callous and his love life clearly and everybody's kind of like remove that we talked about uh, already with that sort of remove and I guess what I was thinking was that he's the he does not have have it he is trying to deal with this life of these people bad things are happening in the business it's being litigated he's everything's kind of just getting brushed over he's nobody's responsible for anything nobody's responsible for beating him up and he's just like i i'm i feel like he's got like an artist's heart or something it's just like That's so funny. i can't cope this way with you people i am a a stranger in a strange land among yeah. you yeah i think i agree with you because i would not have been able to phrase it this way because um even though he's the one, you know, he fights and there's all this violence and then he looks crazy, you know, the way he, he enters the wedding at the end, for example, and he's doing all this crazy shit. But at the same time, he's the one I was the most able to relate to mm. as if he were the only human and all these crazy things they were doing that I would never do were actually human, you know, more human than, <laughs> than killing a hamster or whatever. And... I was, I had to say, my favorite scene of the movie was the karaoke scene. I was so touched by this scene that I almost cried. I can't explain it to you, 
But well, first of all, I like Chandelier. I love the song, but um, I have goosebumps the whole scene because I thought this is like a really human coping with his feelings. And yes. he was just letting everything go. And the way he started dancing at the end. And you know how we see the audience through the mirror again, through, through, through a screen kind of. Yeah. Um, I was so angry with them because they were making fun of him. And I had this really, uh, how do you say, this uh, big affection for him. Like I wanted mm. to be there and be like, hey, I understand you and it's okay. You're not crazy. Just let it go. And oh, I'm so it glad you really... brought that scene up. I didn't know how to think what about did you think it, of it like you do, but I really like your take on it. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I want to see it again. I it pulled it my heart and that he, at the end particularly, he was clearly hurt. And no one moved. I Again, know. nobody's responsibility, any, uh, anything. <laughs> nobody's, yeah. you know, responsible for anything. And that's, he's again, just up there al alone, yet among people. Was terribly, oh God, it yeah, was very it was, affecting. It was really sad. And also I had, I was really annoyed um, by that scene when the mother goes to see him. Because, you know, I have yes. this parent children relationship when the child is an adult you know i have a thing with that it really annoys me i thought she was so annoying like yeah. why do you do that he's a grown-up person he doesn't clearly doesn't want to see you he's not answering his phone who does that how can you come and she's there talking about about him not being involved in the company the guy just had a fight he's clearly exhausted he's lying on his bed he has blood on him and you're talking about the company? Like, this is so inappropriate. Just be there for him, you know? Mm. I was so annoyed. And then when they get up and she's forcing him mm. to hug her, mm. that annoyed she, me so much, I, It too. was a very, like, Oedipal what are you sort doing? of scene. Yeah. yeah. And then that exchange at the end when she says, well, we can't do anything for you. And he says, well, you said it. And that's the end. And that's what he kept saying. You can't do anything for me and I don't want you to. Just leave me alone. And yep. she kind of... She kind of admits it at the end. Yes, I, yes. Yeah. She, you're right. He says, I don't want to do this business anymore or something. And then she says, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> then what are you going to do? And yeah. he says, I, I think he said, why do I have to do anything? Almost yeah. like I... Yeah. But that was again, so... I'm just, I'm like, I'm a Martian here. I don't... Yeah, <laughs> true. But also that's so representative of like parent-child relationships because it's like yeah. you can't force your child to be... Like, okay, he's not going to do anything. Maybe he'll go on the street and sell vegetables. I don't know, whatever. Um, but that's up to him, you know. You don't have to care for him anymore. He's a big yeah, guy. Yeah. And I liked how she was like, what do you do? What do you do when you come home after work? You know, what, what do you do in the evenings? Like, that's none of your business, <laughs> woman, was my first reaction. Oh, yeah. But such a hard... And I like that question hard because... mom. Yeah. But as, a, as, as us watching the movie... Oh, I don't know how to phrase this, but you're really just seeing them there and you're really absorbed in the talk and you're really starting to imagine stuff. Like, yeah, what does he do when he comes home? Or she works and he, well, the scene after that, he's actually doing the karaoke, I think, or two scenes later. Mm. So that was for me the answer, like, oh, that's what mm. he does. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. He, he just goes yeah. out and like empties. Uh, Defoule. Uh, Defoule. Defoule. Oui. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, okay. Yeah, I yes, it just some and something. I I mean, you would know more about his films. It's a personal uh, disconnect. It's also a, seemingly a cultural one. I don't want to contribute to these things where things just uh, take place in the lawyer's office and nobody, we can keep everything quiet and just every, just, I don't want to contribute to this. The reason I, only reason I think that is, is that the end, of course, he's bringing in refugees or workers from uh, all these places, introducing them. And, and it's almost like, uh, just do something, do something good, good. Yeah. Uh, or something. And, and so, it became a commentary on something. Like a social commentary, very, Yes, yeah. like something very personal and also very... Um, yeah, well, I think social. his family is, is obviously very wealthy. I mean, the place they live in looks very luxurious. Um, 
So I guess he's disturbed by that because then on the other side, he's working on a construction site with people from a lower social status. So maybe, and he's a different generation than his mom. So maybe he can see the contrast better and he's angry at his family for being, I mean, I'm really extrapolating here, but that's no, the feeling I, I would think, have. Yes, very much because it's reminding me how he introduced the cook at one point. Is this, she, mm. Here she is, she's a slave she's and she works for us slave. now. Yeah, because yeah, he was making fun of his family because that's how their yeah. family treats them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's definitely taking the side of the the workers and all. And he's, I guess, disgusted by his family having all these big parties with a lot of money. And yeah, yeah there's a lot sense. of high-class, vacuous sort of fat faces at the uh, party. Yeah, the, I mean, the other felt more human, right? The 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 cook's family the, with the, the with the girl being beaten by by the dog that felt more human. That's how you would react if your daughter. Um, Right. Yeah, that was a. It set off a series of dynamics. Okay, yeah. what's going to happen now to us, to the daughter, to the dog? Will we still live here? What will? <laughs> and yeah, and by the way, do you remember that exact scene where the 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 husband, so the the husband of the cook, I don't. He's like a a, a butler. Do you say butler? I He works there anyway. Um, yeah, he manages he, the estate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and he says con congratulations, and at first she doesn't understand. Yeah, and right. says, on your wedding, oh yes, and then he says, are are you are you gonna leave? As if you were concerned right. that she was gonna leave. So in my head, I thought, in my mind, I thought, oh, maybe it's because she's the only one who's been nice to them. But I personally didn't even think she was nice to them. She was really bossy, but. Mm -hmm. The way he asked it mm -hmm. showed some concern, right? Like, mm -hmm. please don't leave us. Like, mm -hmm. you're the only one who cares. Yep. Their life and is with... uncertain. The, the the earth beneath them is so, kind of wobbling yeah. at all times yeah. in a way that theirs uh, is not. For all the crap that they're going through in the... And everyone is 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 afraid of being left by someone, kind of. Because that echoes the, the daughter telling her dad, like, if you leave Anais, take me with you. I don't know why, when I heard the the the, the servant, I don't know what to call him in mm. English, whatever, um, told her, you're not going to leave us, right? I It reminded me of, of Eve, Eve saying mm. that to her father. I don't know, it's not the same thing, but I made a connection in my mind for some reason. Yeah, it's not the same kind of leaving, but maybe they're all oh, that's kind of codependent. Very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Be and he, Anais is. Um, it's now making me think. You know, I guess maybe I understand why that text exchange was so kooky. Because the wife is, we don't know much about her, but she seems clearly a, like a to be a very straight arrow. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe he just really needed someone to pee on him. I don't know what they were talking about, but there was, in my, in the English version, pee entered, urine entered the cook chat. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, so, yeah, maybe he was just, this is, I need to uh, get away from this woman and do something a little um, more interesting. But I think, I think he's not, he's not normal anyway. And I think her, his daughter had a point when she said, you don't love, anybody because yeah. Yeah. you know he was married had, had had this daughter and then left because apparently the, the wife was too depressed and crying all the time or whatever yeah. and then now he has this wife another kid and he's cheating again for no reason i mean yeah he and he has a good yeah. career he's a doc he's a doctor at the hospital like why are yeah. you and it doesn't look like things are going bad at home that's the thing like, it's not justified. I'm not saying it, it's ever justified, but it could be justified, but it's not in this case. It's mm. And he it's does say, just, I don't know how to have a daughter. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Yeah. He yeah, literally just doesn't But he get doesn't it. care. I don't think he cares. That's the thing. I don't think he cares. I think he cares only about himself. Yeah. And the rest, they got he, the gene. Yeah, he just hopes that the rest is just going to stay there forever.
for his own comfort. Hey, do you know that actress that played the, she was his, so she's his lover and the violinist. I know her for somewhere, violinist. but I can't remember. I, can't, I tried to look it up and I can't find the cast Because I'm sure I've seen, it list. So, I've seen her somewhere. Yeah, me too. I was interested to see yeah. where, what I've seen her. And she's look it up. interesting looking. She seems like she might be a little older than whatever role I remember her in. Um, okay, so I thought about her that this is going to sound very judgmental, but it's genuinely the feelings I had while watching the movie, okay? It's very so, um, vulnerable of you. Yeah, yeah, but also very judgmental and everybody's going to hate me, maybe. I don't know. Your mom. So, My mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know how at first we only see her writing, okay, in the chat, the sex chat thing. And I told you already, I thought her writing was just terrible. It made, it made me go like, ooh, you know, just reading the things because they were so lame like that's what you write when you're a teenager uh, as you said before like oh your skin my skin and i'm gonna uh, it's not even poetic it's it's even it, it would have been better if it were more crude you know like just oh fuck me in the ass in instead of oh touching your skin and the the the, the smell of your blah blah it's too much it's lame <laughs> it anyway fun. so that was my thing and then we see her briefly in her bed while she's typing. Yes, we do. And that's the first time we see her, but we only see that. We see her face, she's typing. I didn't have any thought about it. I, I thought she looked weird, but that's all, you know. And then we realized she's... Uh, was it a cello? I can't remember what instrument oh, she was playing. Oh, maybe. It's a or, violin, but or, I don't know. Was it a violin? I don't know. I, no, I, don't know. I, I genuinely don't remember. So she's playing very well. And the first thought I had was, how can someone... <laughs> who is an artist and such a great musician can write so fucking badly. <laughs> that is, I don't know why I thought that it, as if it was, for me, it was two different persons, I, two different people. And I, I, I got disturbed by it for some reason because she's, you know, she looked very good. She looked very classy and fancy and she was playing this very fancy instrument, classical music. And, you know, I feel like you, you're elevated when you're in this <laughs> Um, uh, musical world and then you go home and you just write uh, I miss your skin I wish I were in your arm and you could and there was no punctuation or anything in her I just, I, wow I just you're having a punctuation yeah, I was very, judge, I was okay. very judgy the whole time Yeah, huh. you would think she would be more like I don't know 19th century uh, <laughs> yeah Person. Yeah, like, I liked that about contrast. it. It made it crude and sophomoric and uglier, I think, in a way. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're in the abyss of love. I mean, I, who's to but say? But it's not but... the ugly talk that bothered me. It's the writing style. Like, I'm really <laughs> judging. The, maybe it wasn't the same in English. Because it was really... <sighs> I don't know. He really kept catering to him. I kept thinking that with the Peeing. I don't know why peeing kept coming up, but I'm like, yeah, because oh. it did. It did come up okay, several okay, times. Okay. Okay. So I'm wondering, maybe she's catering to him, his needs or something, and this yeah. is what he. And, okay. So requires. I have an example of what bothered me. Like her right. writing thing was like, you know, she writes and she says, yeah, because you know, you and me, blah 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 blah. blah. And then what's his name? Uh, let's say it was Thomas. Okay. okay. So Thomas, and she writes this thing, and he answers, and she's like, Thomas, yes. Thomas, really. I wanted to tell you that blah, 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 and it's yes. just, it was pathetic. That's the word to me. Yeah. Yeah. She was, was a little desperate. It, yeah, yeah. She did it all caps with exclamation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then explained like yeah. we had this thing. We had these nights together. Just yeah. And I wanted to that. say that yeah. even if it stops, you will be in my heart forever because you and I, we have this deep connection and I can still feel your smell on my skin and blah. And like, what the fuck? Who talks like that? You are so intolerant of people. I am very being intolerant. In a desperate and dark abyss no, of love. No, but you okay. can be desperate and write better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just that. It's, okay, you know what? It sounded fake. That's my point. It sounded very fake. It's as if she was saying all these deep things, but in a very fake way. Like they had this they fucked for three days or whatever and then it's suddenly like yes but don't worry because even if we split i will never forgive you forget you sorry because you'll always be in my heart in, and because uh, nah, 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 nah. but it wasn't yeah. genuine at all it was it sounded like why yeah, do you even say those words yeah, i'm sorry i'm getting very excited you are here getting a little <laughs> heated about the I language lost my shit for a moment <laughs> 
so then when I saw her playing very delicately with this very uh, elegant dress, uh, I the contrast was too big for uh, me. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's setting, you know, that's putting us off kilter again. I think it's such a strategy of his. I mean, because because she's acting that way and saying those things, you almost could say like, well, this she could kill someone. You don't know, like oh, this yeah. this True. guy's in trouble. Everybody's. You know, everybody could, could do something at any moment. The motives are so twisted huh, at every turn. So maybe the the fact that she was talking in such a fake way was to make us feel that way, to make us feel like, oh, this person is not reliable. She's exaggerating and lying, and she could be a bad person too. Maybe she she's looked a pretty high strung at that recital when yeah. they, yeah. I think they were she looking at each other. Certainly she was looking at him. She looked and she scary. Did. Yeah, she did look scary. But I, but for some reason, I never expected her to do something. I wasn't concerned about her that yeah, much. right. I was really concerned about the daughter. <laughs> I mean, the Eva, if Yeah. It's destabilizing because of the information that, he withholds. I think that speaks to uh, exactly what you were saying earlier, that it was kind of putting you off with these gaps and the leaps. And it, it, it is, that's what makes, turns it into a scary movie. It's because he's, he's, he's not, not revealing everything. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we, we were talking and a part of my mind was still thinking about that. Like while watching it, I was disturbed by the ellipses or lacunas or whatever you want to call them. But now I understand the use of them. Maybe there were too many of them though. But yeah, I guess it makes sense. I guess the feeling would have been different if there weren't that many ellipses. The other thing I had mentioned, I did want to ask you about, this is his movies, but I I also feel like it's every French movie that I go to, (laughs) and maybe it's just a stark difference as an American, that there's never a score. There's no music telling us what we're supposed to feel at every moment. That's so unusual. And it translates to me in this movie and his others and others. I think Petite Mama, same thing. That you, it's, it's, uh, um, uh, it's, um, it's um, disturbing, I guess, is what I'm saying. Be, just to hear nothing. And to be observing, and then also the, there's just ambient noise a lot, right? There's just car, you know, there's cars going by. It's so yeah. odd and to not be told what to do constantly by some, you know, John Williams score and and lead our emotions around. And uh, it's so interesting. Now, is that a uh, yeah, common? I think, I think it's very interesting. And the thing I wanted to say is that I, when I started watching more foreign movies, not necessarily French, other European countries, or even, you know, I, I watch a lot of Korean. I'm not talking about blockbusters, but like, you know, indie movies or just, um, I, I want to say normal movies, <laughs> but uh, middle budget movies, yeah. whatever. Um, you're, you're, was, you're having Seth Rogen uh, joint. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so um, I always try to compare it because you know I watch a scene and you could have the same story told in an American way but it would be different and I always struggle to put my finger on it but one of the earliest things I realized was the absence of music like in some Korean movie not now they are making more and more like blockbusters and stuff like that and there's a lot of sound effects and music but if you just look at it you're just watching a a drama or, or just a regular movie I, that's what I noticed, that there's no music, you know. It's like he, I don't know, the guy will enter his daughter's bedroom and tell her the story. And then as she's falling asleep, you would hear John Williams' <laughs> music going on. Of but there's course, nothing happening yeah. there. You just hear the sound even of the blanket. Tone or somebody leaning on a piano note that you yeah, don't the, even process as being yes. there. But it is there. Yes, exactly. And so I noticed that and I was like, oh, that makes it feel more... Like, you get to decide how you want to react. I don't want to cry now. Don't put that music on me that's going to make me cry, you know. So you're maybe a little more guided Mm. in American movies towards what you're supposed to feel. And so you, you, 
I think the absence of music makes you feel closer to the character. It's as if you were there because you hear the sound of the door. And even the way it's filmed, the camera, you don't have these this non-natural colors going on or the camera traveling the way you wouldn't travel if you were there. Or That's a different kind of cinema, though. It's different. You can't really compare, right? Oh, like, I, yeah. I'm feeling like part, this is part of what's disturbing is that we aren't knowing what to do and we are, don't, maybe more, you know, more so American indoctrinated people don't know what to do with that. You know, like, but that's interesting, wait a minute. Though. I don't know what to feel. So I'm sort of scared and freaked out right now. And so I'm just watching this on tender hooks because I don't get what's going to happen. And that's really frightening to not know what's around the corner. Yeah. So it that's works really interesting. in that sense. That's really, that, I think it's interesting. And I think you're right. I see that more in French movies, but I wonder if it's the, the country thing or it's the, also the level of movie you're watching. Like, you sure. know, you can, can you compare Spielberg to, I mean, not compare, but it's not just the same type, right? Like sure. Spielberg is gonna is gonna do like these big epic movies with like a lot of music and stuff. And on yeah. the other side, mm -hmm. I guess that maybe a, comes a, a, an independent movie. If you look, a, yeah. a mumblecore, yeah. something like that. They're not gonna be able to afford anything. Yeah. They don't have that yeah. happening. If so. you watch an indie American movie, I'm yeah. sure you could find. But even though, honestly, even, even that, like, where I do watch indie movies sometimes, and I like to compare, and I'm like, what is the difference here? What is the difference? And there is something in the filming and the music. There is there is definitely something. I think you're closer to the character in French and European movies, somehow. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know if that's the answer you wanted to hear, but... But I have to, yeah. Well, I think it's an interesting circle because it comes back to what we started talking about at the beginning is that incredible ambiguity that he's presenting us with. We, yeah. we don't know some answers to these questions are still. I mean, we think uh, we think we do, but that's so that's preserved that, he, you know, it's it's ambiguous nobody's dictating anything like you said so we're... yeah and the characters are natural too like obviously they're acting but it's closer to reality that than um than nothing i'm not gonna compare but it's really you're really following a family life they're not normal but um you know they don't overact they speak like they would speak or is that an effect because because it's French and it's on my part more familiar to me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they speak French, maybe I felt closer and it felt more natural to me than when I watch an American movie. Or is it really because it's not yeah, the same style? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I, right. I, I think I'm le I let a lot of things go in terms of how... Uh, authentic the performances are because I'm re reading a lot and I don't know it doesn't give me that singular focus on what he's doing with his eyebrow or something okay anyway well I'm I think I'm done I think I said everything I wanted to say no, me too. I liked it a lot <laughs> okay I liked it not a lot but I liked it yeah okay so I guess I would recommend I was engaged interested. in it for sure yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Good choice. Excellent choice. Okay, merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Pardon My French is produced by Michelle Lewis. Engineering and audio production by David Brubaker at Off Road Music Studio.